You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews to politics to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news sick. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with the young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? Well, get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. Matter of fact, I believe most high schoolers 
are graduating anywhere from the end of this month to the beginning of June. So I will have my tips for high school seniors, seeing that I was a high school senior just two years ago. Plus, I'll talk about my time living in New England. I've been in New England for almost all of my life. I'll tell you guys what it's like to live in New England. And I'll talk about some other wonderful topics that come on my mind. So you guys are going to be in store for a fun show. Now, every single Sunday, fun day, I am going to be playing music. Generally, I'm looking to play at least eight to ten songs so that I can rest my voice and have some fun when I play these music. So you guys are definitely going to enjoy these songs. I'm going to play some songs that I like, and I'll also play some songs that are very popular that you, the listeners, may enjoy. So hopefully you guys like the music that I play here on Sunday Fun Day. All right. Now, today's show, just like every single episode of the ACE Network, is being broadcast live. That means I will accept any callers that come into my studio. So go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142 to wish your mother a happy Mother Day. That's 1-347-989-8142. Go ahead and call in and wish your mother a happy Mother's Day or ask any questions about me or come and chat with Alex. I love answering callers, and I love talking. So I would love a couple callers here on our first episode of Sunday Funday, 1-347-989-8142. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So, again, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there that is a mother. Now, my first topic that I'm going to talk about tonight is dedicated to Mother's Day and, of course, the moms and grandmoms in my family. So first, I'll make it official here on the radio. I love my mother, Denise Cardinelli. She is a wonderful young lady. And uh, she actually has been there for all of my life through my ups and downs. So make sure you guys really uh, respect your mothers today and show them the love that they need. So my mom is always there for me, and I'm always, always thankful for that. Hopefully you guys will uh, have the same kind of respect for your mothers, but I respect the hell out of my mom, and I love her to death, and she's actually one of the biggest supporters of my radio show. She lets me do my radio shows on her computer, so I'm very honored about that. I know sometimes she'd probably say, he's doing another show, I want to go on the computer, but she lets me do my shows on her computer, so I am forever thankful for that. So uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom, and thank you for giving birth to a 21-year-old radio show host. I uh, really appreciate that. And then we got my grandmother, who is pretty well. So uh, happy Mother's Day to my grandmother, Janet Houghton. She actually had a good day today. Both my mom and my grandmother and my Aunt Cheryl went to Foxwoods today. They went down to the major casino hall in Connecticut and had a great day. So I'm very glad to hear that. So happy Mother's Day to my grandmother, Janet Houghton. She loves Keno and she loves um, gambling, so I'm sure she was in heaven today. And also, happy Mother's Day to my Aunt Cheryl, who is a wonderful lady. She's, uh, she's got a couple of granddaughters, and she's got a son. So happy Mother's Day to Aunt Cheryl. Now, unfortunately, I have a great-grandmother and a non who is no longer with us. 
but I learned all of my cooking from my Italian great-grandmother. Her name was um, Mary Blair, and she was a phenomenal Italian lady. Lots of respect for her, and I miss her dearly. Now, she passed away just a few years before I got into culinary school, before I went to a high school that had culinary arts. I went to Putnam Vocational Technical High School, which is a technical school, and I took up culinary arts, and she was very big in cooking. She would have been very proud to see me taking up culinary arts and become an excellent cook that I am. But she's looking down on me right now and, and very happy that I am mentioning her here on the show, and I'm pretty sure she ha- she's happy that she saw me graduate and um, and she was able to be at my graduation, not in person, but in spirit. She was at my graduation watching me graduate and get a culinary arts uh, certificate from that school. So she's forever happy about that. I'm pretty sure, even though I miss her to this day. Like I said, great-grandmother Blair taught me everything I know about Italian cooking. I learned how to make pasta. I learned how to make meatballs and everything from my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and, of course, my mother. And last but not least, we have my uh, non named Lucy Albino, who passed away a couple years ago. Um, she was suffering from cancer, so I'm glad to say she is no longer suffering from cancer, but she is in heaven, too. So happy Mother's Day to her. I remember spending a lot of my weekends when I was in high school with her. We, went, I used, to, we used to go out to eat a lot, and I used to cook for her a lot. She loved my cooking, and she thought I was an excellent chef, so that's all that matters to me, in my opinion. But uh, I will forever miss her as well, so hopefully we great-grandmother and, and I, Lucy, had a Wonderful Mother's Day in heaven today. All right, so you guys can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to wish your mothers or your grandmothers or anyone you know that is a mother a happy Mother's Day. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So we're going to go ahead and play our first two songs of the evening. Both songs are by the artist, Creed. And I always loved Creed as a kid, and I still love Creed to this day. So the first song I'm going to play is Creed, and it's called One Last Breath. Here it is, folks. Maybe she 
Okay, so that was Creed, One Last Breath. Our next song I'm going to play tonight is called Creed, My Sacrifice. Enjoy it, my folks. Here is Creed, My Sacrifice.
Okay, we're back here live on Sunday Fun Day, and those were our first two songs of the evening. We have many other songs that I'm going to play tonight, but let's get back to me talking, because remember, Sunday Fun, Day, Sunday Fun Day is a talk show and a music show, so it's the best of both worlds for my opinion. Now, my first topic tonight, I talked about Mother's Day and the mothers in my life that I like. So now I'm going to steer away from Mother's Day for me, but you guys can go ahead and call in anytime at 1-347-989-8142 to tell us about your mothers and wish them a happy Mother's Day. Now, I want to talk about growing up in New England, more specifically in the Boston, Massachusetts area, but I live in Springfield, Mass., so it's about 30 to 45 minutes of uh, 35 to 40 minutes away from Boston, I would say. Um, but I live in Massachusetts, and Boston is our capital, and I've been to Boston several times before, and it's a great, great city, even though I don't like the Red Sox or the Bruins or the Celtics. Um, but I still do like Boston. So I've been living in New England, and more specifically, Springfield, Massachusetts, for almost all my life. I did move to Tampa, Florida way back in 2002, and i got to say I really enjoyed myself down in Florida because Florida's got some beautiful weather. they got beautiful winters. It's about 60 degrees down there at the wintertime. They've got some hot springs and hot summers, but you're kind of used to hot weather down in Florida if you live there anyways. But I lived in New England for almost all my life, a majority of my life. I lived in New England. I only lived in Florida for like a year, so almost all of my life, except for one year, I was right here in New England. Now, New England is a great place to live. I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but New England is certainly a place that you have to get used to because we don't have the best of weather. We don't have the best of jobs. Sometimes we don't have the best of stores like other states do. But you can get used to it and enjoy living here like I have all these years later. Now, it really, really is a nice place to live if you are someone that loves change because we're always having four changes every year. We don't have always nice weather year-round. We only get nice weather maybe about two or maybe three of the four seasons in the year, New England gets nice weather. It's not all the time because it, it, because we have harsh winters up here in New England. Yes, that's right. Our winters are very cold. We get a ton of snow, and everyone here in the winter in New England usually gets very sick. There's a lot of flu in the winter. There's a lot of colds in the winter, and it really, really is scary up here in the winter in New England. Just this past winter, we had over five feet of snow, and that was a combination of multiple storms. I said over five feet. We don't know the exact amount of snow we got, but I know we had a shitload of snow. And I personally can't stand winter for snow because I hate shoveling and I hate getting sick in the wintertime. So I am not a big fan of New England for the winter. However, we don't have a spring. We go right from the winter to what we call a spring, 
but the spring is very hot. Today, it was like 80 degrees outside. That really is not a spring to me. Spring weather for me is anywhere from 62 degrees Fahrenheit to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'll take 80 degree weather over snow or cold weather any day. But I like the cool, breezy spring days. But we haven't had any of those recently yet. Um, So hopefully we will have a couple of cool, breezy spring days before we jump into summer. But summer and fall are perhaps the two best seasons out of the full year for New England because our heat is pretty hot, but not really as hot as Florida is. So New England heat is more tolerable than most of the other states in the United States of America and definitely more tolerable than the Florida heat. And we've got a lot of great things to do during the summer here in New England. We've got Six Flags New England, which is a music park. We've got pools. We've got parks. We've got ice cream shops. So we've got, we've got basically a summer getaway. Now, what I love about New England is Cape Cod, especially Hyannis Cape Cod. They've got a beautiful beach up there. They've got beautiful shops. They've got a beautiful pet store called Cape Maid Farms. I love Cape Cod. Over the last two years, I've been visiting my uncle down in Cape Cod. I'm not sure if I'm going to go up there this year, but I love visiting Cape Cod. It's a very, very nice section of New England. Now, the weather and the seasons are some of the things that you're going to notice in New England. A lot of people say they hate the winter, but they love all the other seasons, and I'm, I'm one of those persons. Um, I hate the winter in New England, but I love the spring, summer, and fall. Now, the next thing I love about New England growing up in it is the cuisine, of course. Now, if you're a big seafood lover, then, of course, the first thing you're going to have when you come down to New England is a delicious bowl of clam chowder. Now, I used to eat clam chowder up until I got diagnosed that I was allergic to shellfish. And unfortunately, I can no longer have clam chowder, but it really is good. Now, our clam chowder has a little bit of heavy cream, potatoes, bacon, onions, and, of course, clams. Compared to the other clam chowders that have tomatoes in them, I think the New England clam chowder is a hell of a lot better than all of the other ones that are out there. Now, we also specialize in eclairs up here in um, New England. Um, the Big E has a lot of delicious eclairs, especially in the fall time. But one thing that is most popular in New England is whoopie pies. Yes, that's right. Whoopie pies are very popular in New England. And basically, if you don't know what a whoopie pie is, all it is is a cookie or a cake sandwiched together and served like a, like a dessert sandwich. Now, they say that whoopie pies are a cake-cookie hybrid, and I certainly believe that to be true. So whoopie pies are very common up here in New England. Now, I've grown used to all the foods that have been accustomed to New England. I have to say the most popular cuisine for New England seems to be Italian. 
There are a lot of Italian restaurants all over New England, and hey, I'm happy. I'm an Italian, and as I said last night on Saturday Night Main Event, Italian food is probably one of the best foods in the world. If you don't like Italian food, then there's obviously something wrong with you. You may have not had someone cook good food for you. Whoever cooking for you is not a good cook, or you might have bad uh, taste in food. But uh, I'm only kidding, but I, I feel really strongly about Italian food because it really is the best. And no, I'm not saying I love Italian food because I'm Italian. I'm saying I love Italian food because Italian food is pretty good. Now, how can you say you don't love pizza or you don't love chicken parmesan or you don't love pasta or anything of that nature? Because let's face it, pizza, you've got cheese. Everyone loves cheese, whether you're Spanish, whether you're Chinese, whether you're Italian, whether you're Jewish, whether you're French or American, everyone loves cheese. So I think it's a bunch of baloney when people tell me they don't like Italian food. But, yes, New England is well known for having a lot of Italian food. We're also very popular for seafood. If you go down to Cape Cod, you're going to see a lot of seafood restaurants. There's a lot of fresh seafood, especially in Maine, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Massachusetts. There's a lot of great seafood restaurants out there. Some fresh cod is delicious up here in New England. Man, I love a great fresh cod. Haddock is to die for up here in New England. If you're a big seafood lover, I suggest coming up to New England just for the haddock. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. I actually do like that. And if you're a big selfish eater, you get fresh lobsters year-round. You get fresh um, crayfish and fresh crawfish and fresh crabs, things of that nature are available up here in Mass. So pretty cool for the food. Now, there's plenty of entertainment up here in New England growing up. I've been to the New England Aquarium a couple of times, and the last time I was at New England Aquarium was when I was a senior in 2013. And it was my high school senior field trip to Boston. And they were actually going to go walk around and visit the stores in Boston and maybe go see Fenway Park and stuff. But me as a fish keeper, I had to go see the New England Aquarium. And guess what? I had the best time of my life going to New England Aquarium. I spent the $18 to get in, and I saw the fish, and I got to see whale watching, and I also got to uh, enjoy myself. After I went to the New England Aquarium, I took a walk around with all the stores in Boston, and I got to tell you, there are some beautiful stores up there in Boston, and I stopped to have lunch at um, a place we call... Italy in Boston. It's not Italy, but they have a lot of Italian restaurants in Boston. And I ate at, I ate at a, like a, a small Italian chain because a lot of the Italian restaurants down in Boston are very, very expensive. So I ate a little small Italian chain, but it was still good. So if you're looking for a nice capital state to visit in New England, I'd say Boston is definitely the place to go. You're going to love Boston. All right, Boston is wonderful. We've got awesome medical care here in New England. We've got awesome medical care in Boston. 
So growing up in New England is pretty good. I have to say living in New England is uh, great. Um, I like it. The only thing I don't like about New England is the winter, but I can overlook that because New England has a lot of great things going on. We are getting MGM to come to Springfield, Mass. That's right. One of the largest casinos in the world is coming into Springfield, Mass, and that is MGM, and I can't wait to go there. And we also have Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun in Connecticut already, and we have a lot of things up here in New England. The only thing we don't have is Disney World, and I think if New England added Disney World, we'd be awesome. But, yes, I love New England. So later on in the show, I'm going to talk about Six Flags New England, which is one of the biggest Six Flags uh, compared to some of the smaller ones in smaller states. But we'll talk about that later on in the show. So if there are any listeners from New England, go ahead and call in and give yourself a shout-out and tell us where you're living in in New England. 1-347-989-8142. I will do a whole show on living in New England in the future right here on the Alex Cardinelli Show. So my next topic that I want to talk about tonight is my favorite television shows. Yes, despite all the work I put into my radio shows, I do still watch TV and I still get cable. So... Um, I have a lot of TV shows that I personally enjoy, and one of the TV shows that is no longer around that I still watch and I still love, it was my favorite then when it was airing new episodes, and it's my favorite now, is Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David, Cheryl Hines, and Jeff Green. Now, I actually love Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a great television series that was produced by HBO. And I hope, I hope that Curb Your Enthusiasm will, re- will return for another brand new season. It was a great TV show, and I'm kind of sad that they ended it, but I loved Curb Your Enthusiasm. So that's one of my favorite TV shows. Next, another favorite TV show that I personally enjoy. I know it's kind of a woman show, but I like it because I like firefighters. It's Chicago Fire. I personally enjoy that show because I have a lot of respect for firefighters. So I like Chicago Fire. So if you think I am girly because I watched that, then you can laugh at me. But I respect firefighters, and I like that show, Chicago Fire. Now, once in a great while, I will watch Law & Order. I actually like watching crime shows, so I am pretty intrigued into watching Law & Order. I like Law & Order, so I watch it when I can. Um, I usually don't have the time to watch it live, uh, so I just watch it on my Comcast on DVR or on demand, and I like Law & Order. Now, like I said earlier, I like a lot of crime shows, so I watch a lot of ID Discovery. I watch Web of Lies, which is a great crime show that features people lying to their victims and usually leads to someone dying or getting seriously injured because they believe this person's lies. I really do like Web of Lies. I like Disappeared, which features the cases of someone who has gone missing, and it tells the exact person's life up until they went missing, so I do recommend people watch Disappeared. And one of my personal favorite ID Discovery shows is a show called I Almost Got Away With It, which features criminals who almost get away with their crime, but eventually they get caught. 
It's a pretty, pretty good show. And last but not least, you guys know that I am a wrestling fan, so you know that I love WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night SmackDown. Although, I've always said that I've watched more Raw than I do SmackDown, and that's why my show airs 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays, just so that I can watch Monday Night Raw. So, those are my favorite TV shows. Now, I do have a lot of favorite movies, so I'll talk about that on my next episode of Sunday Funday. I will talk about my favorite movies. So that's going to be wonderful. All right, so let's go ahead and hear our next two songs here on Sunday Funday. I'm going to play a song by Pitbull called Give Me Everything, and after that I'm going to play a song called Gives You Hell. So here's Pitbull's song, Give Me Everything, folks. Me not working hard. Yeah, right, picture that with a Kodak Or better yet, go to Times Square Take a picture of me with a Kodak Took my life from negative to positive I just want y'all to know that And tonight, let's enjoy life Pitbull, Naya, Neo, that's
Okay, we're back here live on Sunday Funday, here live on the Ace Network, and I see we have our first caller of the evening, so I'm going to go ahead and bring him live. You are now live on the line, live on the line. with Alex Cardinelli. Hi, you're now live on Sunday Funday here on the Ace Network. My ask who's calling? Hello? Are you there? Okay, so I guess he's he's not there. So I'm going to go ahead and play our second song of the evening called Gives You Hell. So enjoy that, folks, and we will be right back after the second song. I wonder how bad that 
Griff on Sunday Funday. I hope you guys enjoyed those two songs. And now we're going to get back right into the talk show part of today's show. And before I get into my next topic, because my next topic is going to be on my personal favorite childhood memory and my personal favorite food, but I want to ask my listeners, what is your favorite childhood memory and what is your favorite food? You can post your answers in the live chat room. You can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I'll be glad to answer your call. So let me know what your favorite childhood memory is and your favorite food. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, or you can post them in the live chat room. So I'll go ahead and get started. Now, it's hard for me to say what my favorite childhood memory is because I have a whole bunch of favorite childhood memories that I think are are pretty cool. But I will pick one that I think is near and dear to me that I enjoy the most, and that is actually moving to Florida. Now, as a, a person who loves summer and loves going to the beach, moving to Florida was awesome for me because I like Florida. Um, and as a kid, I, also, I always, always researched about Florida, and having the opportunity to move down to Florida was pretty cool, in my opinion. And living in Florida was pretty cool, especially for a 12-year-old. I think I was 12 or 13 at the time, and I definitely enjoyed it 100%. And it was worth uh, living down there. Fortunately, we came back here to New England, and we had to deal with the winter snow that I talked about a little bit earlier on in the show. But I personally enjoyed Florida because Florida had beautiful weather, and the animals that lived in Florida were pretty awesome. I mean, in Florida you have alligators, and I like alligators. People are scared of them, but all you're going to do is show them respect and leave them alone, and they'll pretty much leave you alone. Uh, they are a predator, so they will eat smaller animals, so it's best not to have any small dogs or anything around them. But pretty sure if you have a fenced-in yard, it'll be hard for your dog to get out anyways. Um, and people are scared of rattlesnakes down there. Um, but I've never, ever had any issues with rattlesnakes in Florida. Matter of fact, none of my family members who live in Florida ever have any issues with rattlesnakes because people that do have issues with rattlesnakes are the ones that go messing with them, picking them up, and trying to hit them with sticks and stuff. That's just like disrespecting the poor animal. There's really no need to do that to a rattlesnake. And there are a lot of cool geckos and, and uh, things and lizards that live in Florida. I remember seeing a lot of those little lizards crawling around in Florida. They're pretty cool, actually. Uh, but I remember in the fish store, the guy would say that they were a nuisance, so he would end up feeding them to his large red-tailed cats and his large silver arowanas and such. That is probably one of the best memories I remember about Florida, is there always was a pet store around each corner. There was a pet store everywhere. Um, and I definitely think it was pretty cool seeing all those pet stores. Now, in Florida, I've noticed that the pet prices are definitely a lot cheaper than they are up here in New England. In Florida, I can buy a parakeet or a macaw or a cockatoo anywhere from 
$400 to about 600 Down here, you're looking at 700 to 1000 for a parrot. I think the parakeets down in Florida are really cheap, maybe like, I don't know, uh, right what they would be now. But back then, they were anywhere from $50 to $100, if I remember correctly. And the fishes down in Florida were a lot cheaper than they are up here. Um, I think that's, I think for the reason that is because they've got a couple of uh, wholesalers right by them in Florida. So when the New England stores had to order fish, they had to pay for the shipping. Um, so maybe that's why our fish are more expensive up here in New England than they are in Florida. But Florida was awesome. You had Walt Disney World. You had Raymond James Stadium. As you guys know that I'm a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You had the Yankees practice and spring training down there. The Yankees uh, have their spring training down in Tampa. So I loved Florida. It was an awesome time, and I'm definitely planning on going up to Florida for a vacation within the next five years. I definitely want to have a vacation in Florida. So that is one of my personal favorite memories. Um, Another one that is very near to me is learning how to cook from my great-grandmother, who is from Italy, and my grandmother, and, of course, my lovely mother. Without those three women, I would not be able to cook. I'd be one of those 21-year-olds that burns the Kraft macaroni and cheese on the stove. So I am forever thankful that I'm able to cook a meal for myself and for my whole entire family. Matter of fact, most of the time that I do cook, I am cooking for my family. So... I am forever thankful for that, and I'm I'm very lucky that I am a 21-year-old that is able to cook, and I don't burn macaroni cheese or um, Roman noodles or whatever these other 21-year-olds cook nowadays. So my friend, Dakota Network, Andy says, same here. I have a ton of good memories, but the best meal my mom made was macaroni and cheese homemade. Nice. I love uh, homemade macaroni and cheese. They have a pretty good recipe, and my mom does, and I'm pretty sure my grandmother had a uh, pretty good homemade macaroni and cheese recipe. Now, I have to say I have a soft spot in my heart for macaroni and cheese. I eat a lot of it. I love homemade macaroni and cheese. So that would be one of my personal favorite foods, um, macaroni and cheese. But all-time favorite food, hands down, for me, it would have to be chicken parmesan. I think that chicken parm is a classic Italian meal that I got hooked on. I remember how I first met chicken parm. My great-grandmother, who passed away a couple of years ago, um, was making it, and I had no idea what she was doing. You know how kids are. Um, I was a young kid, and she was putting tomato sauce on crispy chicken breast, and I really didn't like tomato sauce as a kid. And I was like, no, don't put tomato sauce on mine. Uh, but you know how uh, grandmas are. She did not make any substitutions. You had to eat what was on the table. So I had to have chicken parmesan, and I had to give her the credit. Uh, I think chicken parmesan with tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese is awesome. So that that's the day that I met chicken parmesan. And, of course, I've had it at restaurants before then, but I never knew that that was chicken parmesan because it wasn't the homemade style that uh, my grandmother made. Anything my grandmother made was a lot better than the restaurants, in in my opinion, because it was made with love, and she put her hard work and her sweat and tears into her food, and it showed because she loved to cook. So I had the same passion for cooking as she does, and that was uh, pretty good. I actually enjoyed 
or chicken parm. So I thought that'd be something interesting to share with all you guys. So hopefully you guys enjoy that topic and didn't find it corny. I hope not, at least. <laughs> all right. So moving along, I'm going to move on down to my uh, next topic. Now, I always love amusement parks. Um, I've loved them as a kid, and now 21 years old, I still do like amusement parks. And right here in New England, specifically Agawam, Massachusetts, we have a park called Six Flags New England. Now, I know Six Flags is all around the United States of America, and I'm not sure if there's one in every state, but I'm pretty sure a majority of the United States has a Six Flags. Now, I have a season pass to Six Flags, and if you are very interested in amusement parks, I definitely would personally recommend getting a season pass. Now, the season pass is going to entitle you to visit Six Flags anytime you want to. You can go anytime you want. You can go more than one time a week. You can even go all week if you wanted to. That's why I really love the season pass. Um, you can even enter like five minutes before the park actually opens. And with the season pass, you're able to ride as many rides as you want with no limits and things of that nature. Now, I actually have the upgraded season pass, which means I pay extra money for this part of it. But I personally do recommend you upgrade to the dining pass. You add the dining pass to your season pass. That way you can eat lunch and dinner at the park. Basically, your lunch and dinner is free, even though you're paying for the card. But you're not gonna you're not gonna have to buy any food when you're at the amusement park because you're using your season pass. Although you're paying for a season pass and a dining pass, you're not paying for your meal that you're eating that day. You don't have to bring money. What I'm saying is, you don't have to bring money with you that day to eat because your your card's gonna be your payment. But you do have to buy soda, I believe. But you, you, if you have, like, a big Six Flags cup, you get, like, um, 99-cent refills or $5. You can get free, free refills all day. And the water is free. So if you're on a health, if you, if you have a diet, then you get water for free at Six Flags. So I just wanted to tell my listeners that I really recommend, if you love music parks, make sure you get a season pass and a dining pass so that you can uh, enjoy yourselves there. Now, my Six Flags is pretty big. Um, I've only ever been to Six Flags New England, so I wouldn't know if it's one of the biggest Six Flags, but it's definitely a pretty cool Six Flags New England. We've got a ton of great rides, and I will be going to Six Flags New England a lot during the summer. Matter of fact, last year, if you guys have been loyal listeners to my shows, you've noticed that I canceled a lot of shows during the summertime. And that is because the reason I canceled them was because I wanted to go to Six Flags that day. So I'm going to be a little more stricter on that this year. Um, I will take days off just so I can go to Six Flags, but I really don't want to cancel shows. But I love Six Flags. It's a very, very fun place. I love going on all the rides, and I think the rides are um, pretty thrilling and entertaining. That's one of the things I like to do for entertainment is go to Six Flags New England. Now, if you guys have been following the New England news and New England history, uh, just last year Six Flags tore down our iconic and historic ride called the Cyclone. And um, they actually replaced it with a brand-new ride. 
And the name of the ride is Wicked Cyclone, which is supposed to be similar to the older one, but more it's supposed to be more technology based and more dedicated to this generation. So it's, it sounds like a fun ride to uh, ride. It actually is going to open up on uh, on the holiday coming up here in May. I can't remember what holiday it is, uh, but it'll be it'll be opening up during that holiday coming up here in May. I think it's uh, I don't know if it's Memorial Day or Veterans Day. It's one of those two holidays coming up in May. Um, but I I can't wait for it. I'm definitely going to ride the Wicked Cyclone, and I'll definitely do a show or multiple shows on Six Flags New England because I think I can talk about amusement parks and rides and things of that nature. Maybe I'll do a series on amusement parks and rides. We'll see how that does. Maybe I can interview somebody from Six Flags New England to talk about their new ride, the Wicked Cyclone, and uh, things like that. That would be a great interview. What do you guys think about that if I brought on somebody from Six Flags New England? I think that would be pretty cool. Now, my personal favorite rides from Six Flags New England would be Flashback. Flashback is a great ride. It actually swings you up and down in the air, and it has a high turn that can be kind of scary if you're scared of rides that turn you upside down. I like rides that turn me upside down, so that's no problem whatsoever. Now, the next ride that I really love is one that really turns you upside down. So if you're in for the scare, then I definitely say that Mind Eraser ride is for you at Six Flags New England. And there is uh, another ride that I like called Paranormal. Uh, I think it's called Paranormal or something like that. I really don't know the name of it, but it's a pretty cool ride. And if you're into riding boats or um, rides that you get soaked on, there's a ride called Blizzard River. Uh, Blizzard River at Six Flags New England, that is pretty cool. So there are a lot of cool rides at Six Flags New England. Um, I guess you could say Six Flags New England is like our Walt Disney World on a much smaller scale because we don't have any um, famous movie characters or anything there. The only place, the only movie characters that Six Flags has is Batman, Spider-Man, and the DC superheroes. But I'm not sure if we still have those now. Um, we did. We did have for the kids Teletubbies and things like that. But they took that. They took that section out of the park for, for whatever reason. I do know that Six Flags New England has perhaps one of the largest water parks in all of the Six Flags in um, America. So that is pretty cool. So, like I said, I will be doing shows on Six Flags New England. I haven't gone there this year, but when I do do shows on Six Flags New England, I probably will be recapping my experiences at Six Flags New England. I'll tell you what rides they went on and everything of that nature. So it'll be sort of like a blog. It'll be like a blog radio of me explaining my trip to Six Flags New England. So what do you guys think of that? you think that'll be cool? Is that a good idea or a bad idea? I'd like to hear some uh, listener feedback on that. And if my listeners say it's a good idea, then I'll go through with it, because I think it's going to be something that a lot of people like. So, what amusement parks do you guys have in your area? I'd like to know if you guys are a big fan of rides and music parks. 
Um, I was thinking that maybe someday this year or maybe possibly next year I could do like a live radio broadcast from Six Flags New England and interview like the CEO of Six Flags New England and chat with some of their employees. I think that would be a pretty cool show. I wonder how I can book that to happen because I think it would be pretty, pretty cool in uh, my opinion. So what amusement parks do you guys have in your area? Let, let me know. It would be interesting in finding out what amusement parks you guys have in your area. one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right. Well, our next two topics, I'll be sharing some jokes. And I know that high school graduation is coming up, so I will have some tips for high school seniors coming up next. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and play my next two songs for all of you, my lovely listeners. The next song I'm going to play is called What Goes Around Comes Around from Justin Timberlake. And then I'm going to play the song that was featured in my graduation called Hall of Fame. But first, let's hear the song, What Goes Around Comes Around. I'm 
call them all, you get so busy, Joe. I heard you found out that you're doing to you what you did to me. Ain't time to wait, go. When you cheated, girl, my heart beat, girl. So we go without saying that you let the feeling hurt. Just a classic case, scenario. Tell is all the time, girl, you got what you deserve. And now you want your body. You're the lonely night. You wish you had somebody that could come and make it right. Girl, I ain't somebody Okay, so the next song I'm going to play right now is a song that was featured at my graduation ceremony, and it was a famous song in 2013. The name of the song is Hall of Fame by The Script. So enjoy it, and we'll be right back with some more awesome topics on our very first episode of Sunday Fun Day here on the Ace Network.
Okay, we're back here live on Sunday Funday here on the Ace Network. And what a great show this is thus far. I'm really loving this series. One episode into the series, and I am really enjoying it. I think it's a uh, great series, so hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. Now, the next two topics that I'm going to talk about is I'm going to go ahead and share some jokes with all you listeners because I am one that likes to hear jokes and likes to tell jokes, so I'll see if uh, my jokes will make you guys laugh. And then my next topic is I'm going to tell you my tips for high school seniors because I am now a two-year high school graduate. I graduated in 2013, so I'll share my tips for some of the 2015 high school graduates that are going to be graduating pretty soon. I'll tell you what you should do for your graduation and uh, things of that nature. So let's go ahead and I'll share you three jokes that I think are uh, kind of funny. I like them, so I don't know if you're going to like them, but I'm going to go ahead and, and tell you about them. And if you like them, then you'll laugh. If you don't like them, at least they tried. Okay, so here's the first joke, because I saw this joke today because my mom, my aunt, and my grandmother went to the casino today for Mother's Day, and I, I thought they're going to blow all their money. So here's a funny question with a funny joke. So here's the question. What is the only way to keep your money from the casinos in Las Vegas or any casinos in the United States of America, for that matter? The answer to that joke is when you get off the plane, walk into the propellers so that you don't blow all your money because your wife or your husband is going to kill you when they find out you blew all that money on casino. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, that's, uh, that's a pretty good joke. So hopefully you guys uh, like that joke there. Okay, so the next two are adult jokes. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I can take the show anywhere from a PG-13 to rated R, but usually I stick with the PG-13 side. So not this is not too bad of a joke. It's more of a funny joke than anything. But here it is. A husband and a wife are trying to set up a new password for the computer. The husband puts my penis, and the wife falls on the ground laughing because on the screen it says, era, not long enough. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but in in reality, there are some times when you are trying to type a password in that um, it's not long enough, and it says, era, not long enough. So that must have been pretty funny when the wife saw that. Now, here is another funny joke that I think is pretty cool. A teacher is teaching a class, and she sees that Johnny is not paying attention, so she asks him, if there are three ducks sitting on a fence and you shoot one, how many are left? Johnny says, none. A teacher asks, why? Johnny says, because the shot scared them all off. The teacher says, no, two, but I like how you are thinking. Johnny asks the teacher, if you three, if you see three women walking out of an ice cream parlor, one is licking her ice cream, one is sucking her ice cream, and one is biting her ice cream, which one is married? Johnny asked the teacher. The teacher says, the one sucking her ice cream, Johnny says. 
no, the one with the wedding ring. But I like how you're thinking. <laughs> so that's, that proves that teachers can have dirty minds, too. <laughs> that's funny. All right, here's the last one that I'll share for this week. Every Sunday, fun day, I'll find some uh, jokes to share with you guys. Now, the teacher asked Jimmy, why is your cat at school today, Jimmy? Jimmy replied crying because I heard my dad tell my mom I'm going to eat that, <laughs> eat that pussy once Jimmy leaves for school today. <laughs> That's kind of funny. All right, so those are my jokes for this week's episode of Sunday Fun Day. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that. All right, so now here comes the part where I'll give tips for some high school seniors, if there are any listening to my show. I don't know if there are. But I want to share my tips for high school seniors. Now, a lot of my friends, including Jeff, Andy, and some other people have been out of school longer than I have. I've been out of school for two years, and it's starting to feel like a little while. But I actually, uh, I actually did enjoy high school, and I actually loved my senior year, but I was more excited about finally getting out of school and being able to graduate. So I'm going to offer my tips for the high school seniors that are graduating, and this week I'm going to give you tips leading up to graduation because I would like to see every high school senior this year graduate. Now, I know the feeling once you start only having one or two weeks, maybe a month left of school, you want to start cutting class and having fun with your friends. And that's all fine with me because I did the same exact thing when I was a senior. But my first tip to high school seniors is is don't let your guard down. Um, the last marking period is the most important one of your high school senior year because if you don't get good grades in your last year or your last marking period, then you might not graduate with your class. For example, my graduation year, there was about 30 or 40 kids who did not graduate with the class on June, they had to go to summer school, and they had to have a small summer graduation ceremony. So my tip for all high school seniors is to make sure you do your work, get good grades, and make sure you get passing grades on the last marking period of your senior year. Because I hate to see people have to go to summer school and then have a small graduation ceremony in the summer. It's not as big as a regular graduation ceremony is. So don't goof around. Make sure you get good grades and uh, passing grades. And then, like the last week of your high school year and your senior year, then sure, you can do whatever you want because I'm pretty sure grades aren't going to be open during the last week of school. All right. Matter of fact, my last week of a senior, I didn't even go to school except for one day to get my report card, I believe. Um, so the last week of, of high school as a senior, you can do whatever you want. But the last couple weeks or the last months leading into your last week, you should be focused on getting good grades and passing to make sure that you um, are ready for graduation. Now, let's face it, folks, graduation will be here in a couple of weeks. I know um, in other states that graduation usually takes place in the middle of May, 
to the late end of May. But right here in Springfield, Mass., our graduation usually is either the beginning of June or the middle of June. So you are going to have a couple weeks off after you do uh, graduate from high school without having a ceremony. So what I did during that time was I actually went and relaxed because you were in school for 12 years. You could do whatever you want after you uh, get out of school. I applied for several jobs like the week after. Um, I obviously didn't get any of them for whatever reason. But if you are looking to make some money, I would suggest applying for several jobs. And obviously for me, after I graduated high school, this radio podcast became a reality because I had nothing else to do during the day. So a lot of my focus two years ago was on the radio show. So I guess until you go to college or decide what you're going to do, you can focus on a specific hobby that you like, whether it be um, some people like biking, some people like playing sports or games, whatever. But I want to make sure that it's something that I would do every single day, just uh, enjoy your time. Now, leading into your high school graduation, I know for me, I don't know if it's just for every state, but they ask you to return to your school several times. Um, one is to receive um, some final paperwork for your graduation. The other is to practice your high school graduation. And the third is if you're going to be doing a speech, they want you to practice your speech. Um, I opted not to do a speech because I wasn't comfortable with speaking in uh, live crowds. Matter of fact, I don't think anyone in my graduating class did any speeches. Maybe one or three People did, but a lot of people opted not to do one, and I'm not sure why all of my classmates opted not to do a speech. I knew that I was too scared to do one, so I opted out of it, but if I was graduating this year, since I have a voice for a radio show, I obviously would have done a high school graduation speech, but at the time, I was just new to speaking, and I was new to the podcasting world, and obviously with the podcasting world, you're not speaking face-to-face. You're speaking over a radio, so it's a lot more comfortable for me back then, but now I can speak face-to-face to people because I've done live on-location broadcast and I have did radio shows in front of people. But my tips for high school seniors are uh, make sure you enjoy yourself during your graduation. Don't be highly nervous. It is a huge milestone for your life, but I like to say enjoy yourself at your graduation. Have a lot of fun. And most of all, be very proud for accomplishing graduating high school because, let's face it, not too many people graduate high school nowadays. It's a sad fact. Sure, the numbers have gone up, but not too many people are graduating high schools now, um, in my personal opinion. I hope that those numbers continue to go up. Um, But right here, looking at the New England numbers, there's only like a 25% increase over the last decade or so. So 25% increase it really doesn't mean that much to me. Um, but just be proud that you graduated high school. And when graduation ceremony comes, don't be nervous. Just go up there, accept your diploma, shake whatever hand you have to shake. I know for me, I had to shake the, uh, the mayor's hands and the school committee hands and the principal's hands, and then you're done. You'll never, ever have to see your high school again, or any school for any matter, if you go to college. Now, that's pretty much all my tips for high school seniors. I'd have to do a show on that for you guys. Maybe I will. 
be more prepared to talk about it. Um, one last thing I will say is I know a lot of you love high school senior pranks. I did one, and I'm not afraid to say that I did one, and I'll tell you guys what it is. It's still funny to this day, so I'll share it with you guys. I had this asshole of a principal. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was a douche. He was kind of mean. He acted like he didn't want to be a principal anymore, so he would be mean to the seniors. And for whatever reason, he always called me out over stupid things. Like I'd wear I'd wear flip flops to school, and technically the flip flops are not allowed in high school here in Springfield, Mass. So he'd try to punish me the best he can, even though it was like the last few weeks of high school. And I always wear the wrong kind of clothes to high school. Not uh, not casual clothes. We actually had a set uniform here in Springfield, Mass. We had to wear a polo and black dress pants for whatever reason. I have no idea why they made us We have a dress code. Um, obviously, during shop week, I had to wear a chef coat and chef pants, which I did because I love shop week. But during academic week, I never usually followed rules. Um, that's because I was in the high school state of mind. Um, so I'd go in there with um, a T-shirt and and pants and things that you weren't supposed to wear. My teachers really didn't care too much. It was more of the principal just enforcing rules. But he kind of calmed down towards the end for whatever reason. But one day he he uh, called me out the day that I was really upset. So the, ne- the next thing I did was I actually, <laughs> he actually posted his name all over the high school calling him a douchebag. And that was kind of funny because a lot of students are going up to him saying, someone's freaking you, someone's freaking you. And then I had his name in the restroom <laughs> right above the urinals. So people would think of him as they were using the bathroom. So that was kind of funny. But that was my prank. So what I'm saying is pranks can be kind of funny, but pranks can also possibly ruin your chance of graduating. So what I'm saying is if you are going to pull a prank on someone you don't like in school, make sure you do it smart. I was able to do it smart because he never knew who did it to him. Um they had cameras there, but he never found out that it was me. So I don't know if he knows now, but he never found out that it was me that pulled that prank. So that is pretty cool. So that was pretty cool. But if you are going to do prank, just make sure you have someone helping you out so that you don't get caught. But those are my tips for high school seniors. And I hope you guys have a wonderful graduation this year, and you guys have a, a wonderful rest of your senior year, and you have a great great um, graduation. All right, so that's an awesome two topics right there. So we're going to go ahead and play our next two topics, and then we will have, or excuse me, or play our next two topics. We're going to go ahead and play our next two songs, and then I have a couple more awesome topics that I want to share with you. So don't forget you can call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to wish your mother a happy Mother's Day or join today's chat. So let's get back to our music, our fun music that I love so much, and I know you guys like music as well. So we're going to hear a song from Katy Perry called Fireworks, and we're also going to hear a song called Hey Soul Sister. So here's Katy Perry's song, Fireworks. By the way, I think Katy Perry is very sexy in my opinion, so that's why I like Katy Perry very much. So here's her song, 
Fireworks by Katy Perry. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? Do you ever feel just a paper thin, like a house of cards, one blow from caving in? Do you ever feel already?
things that I really like. These are two of the things that I really love in life, and I think you guys probably are going to like them too. So we'll talk about those two things. And my final topic tonight will be on Today in History, because you guys know that I'm a big history lover, so I want to talk about May 10th in history as our final topic for today's Sunday Funday. All right, so my next topic is going to be on soda. Now, I'm a big soda-holic. I grew up as a kid loving soda, and now, as an adult, I love soda. Now, many people tell me soda is not good for you, but I have to say it is kind of hard getting off of soda because I've been addicted to it for so long. Now, I personally don't think that uh, soda is going to kill you, but it can cause several health effects. Like, for one, it can lead to obesity and things of that nature. So I'm trying to weed myself off of soda or cut back on soda. But right now, I really do like my soda. Now, I drink one or two glasses of soda a day, sometimes maybe three or four, depending on how thirsty I get. But generally, I'm not a person that needs to drink a lot because I'm usually not that thirsty. But I've noticed that days when I don't drink soda, I feel lightheaded, I feel dizzy, and I have really no energy to do anything. So basically, I have to have my soda to feel right, and I have to have soda to make sure that I don't go into those kind of spells. So I guess that's what happens when you're so used to having soda in your system all the time. But I love soda. It tastes pretty good. And for me, the reason why I drink a lot of soda is because it's got great flavor, and it's not plain, it's not bland like water would be, plain old water would be. Yes, water is great for you, but to me, water is very, very, very bland. So I have to have soda. Now, I'm not a big coffee drinker. Can't stand coffee. Um, I don't know why, but I'm the only person in my family as an adult that does not like coffee. So hopefully there are some other listeners out there who don't like coffee like I do. I hate coffee. It's got a disgusting flavor. Even when you add sugar and the creamer and the French vanilla creamer, coffee still tastes disgusting. I can't drink it. It's just nasty. Um, Sometimes I can have a latte. uh, You just have to add a lot more sugar than soda would ever have. Um, I'm just not a big coffee fan. Sure, I'll eat tiramisu, which is a dessert that has coffee or espresso in it. Um, But that's because there's sugar in there and there's also some um, alcohol in there. So the only caffeine that I do like is soda. That's about it. Now, I do like alcohol, but I don't drink I don't drink that much. Once in a great while, I said great while, I'll have alcohol. Maybe like once every six months or once every seven months, I'll have alcohol. But my drink of choice is soda. Now, I have a lot of favorite sodas, but pretty much I love them all. My top five favorite sodas would be Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Sprite, and Coca-Cola Vanilla. Those are my five favorite sodas, and I personally love them all. Now, Mountain Dew has come out with a brand-new soda that I like. It's from Taco Bell called Mountain Dew Baja Blast, 
And I've got to say that's one of my personal favorite Mountain Dews. I like it. It's pretty good. And uh, matter of fact, if you guys are big into Mountain Dew, I personally recommend all my listeners to go and try Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Now, there is another Mountain Dew out there. I'm not really sure what it is, um, but it's a pretty good soda. It's like a dark red color, but it's pretty good. Now, I like orange soda as well. Now, the adult version of me wants to try adding rum to Coke. I'm pretty sure that would taste good. I'm pretty sure the Coca-Cola would take away that bitter taste of the rum. And I think Mountain Dew and rum, or Mountain Dew and vodka, would uh, taste pretty good. So the good thing about soda is you can actually add alcohol to it to sweeten out your alcohol and make it go, make it go down a little bit more uh, better. And as a chef, the chef side of me is telling me your soda should be cold um, because if you do warm soda and warm alcohol, it's going to be very fizzy and it's going to burn your throat. So I would probably recommend using cold soda and your alcohol, it doesn't matter if you use uh, room temperature alcohol or cold alcohol, it's not going to make a difference with the soda. But the, the colder the soda, the better it is for the alcohol. Now, will I ever see myself stopping soda? Do I see myself not drinking soda anymore? I quite honestly don't know. Um, only, the t- only time can tell. We'll have to see in the future. But I personally love soda. It's not illegal and I'm not killing myself doing so, or so I think. So as of right now, I'll still drink soda because it's the only thing that I can drink um, and really can't afford because up here in New England, soda is pretty cheap. Can you guys believe that some of the fruit juices and the flavored waters are more expensive than soda is up here? So really the only choice I have is to buy soda or pay a few dollars more for juice or flavored waters. So I think I'll stay with soda. So what are your guys' thoughts on soda? What kind of sodas do you like? Do you like Mountain Dew, Coke? What are your kinds? What are your favorite kinds of soda? Do you guys drink soda at all? Let me know in the comment section below today's show here on Blog Talk Radio. Let me know in the comment section right here on YouTube what you guys think. Do you guys think soda's good? What are your favorite kinds of soda? If you are listening to the show on YouTube or Blog Talk Radio, make sure you leave a comment in the comment section below today's episode description because I love hearing back from our listeners. All right. Well, recently, one of our loyal listeners of the Ace Network actually purchased a cheesecake from our sponsor, Cheesecakes by Design. And she said that was the best cheesecake she ever had and she actually makes her own cheesecakes, and she wanted to give Cheesecakes by Design a try. So guess what she did? She bought an Oreo cheesecake and a strawberry cheesecake, and she said they were delish. She loved them. So if she loves them, I'm sure you, the listeners of today's podcast, are going to love Cheesecakes by Design. They have every cheesecake for their needs. And she said she ordered them on a Monday night, and they were there Tuesday at 11 a.m. So shipping is really fast. She went with the fast shipping, I suppose. But they were right at her house at 11 a.m. the next morning. I'm not sure how late in the night it was. It probably had to be like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. But it was there at 11 a.m. in the morning. So 
That is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So, um, Cheesecakes are awesome. So make sure you guys check out my sponsor, Cheesecakes by Design, which, by the way, is providing this show to be a two-hour show to all of our listeners. So today's episode is being brought to you by Cheesecakes by Design. And uh, thank you very much for helping us stay premium. And for all our fish keepers, this show is also being brought to you by Hakari Sales USA, home of some of the best fish food in its tropical fish keeping world, ST International, which has some wonderful um, aquatic products, and School of Fish, Inc., which has some wonderful products as well here in Springfield, Mass. Now, speaking of cheesecakes, I love cheesecakes. They are a great dessert. Most people think that a cheesecake is actually a cake, but they're wrong. A cheesecake is actually a pie. There are many varieties of cheesecakes out there. You've got your non-baked cheesecake, which means the cheesecake that is simply mixed together and put in the fridge to harden. It is not baked at all. And you've got your baked cheesecakes, which are more of a custard. So... The non-baked cheesecakes are like a pie, and the baked cheesecakes are more like a, like a custard. You've got a wide variety of flavors of cheesecakes. You've got your red velvet cheesecake, which I love. You've got your strawberry cheesecake, fruit-top cheesecakes, Oreo cheesecakes, M&M cheesecakes, a wide variety of cheesecakes that you can make at home. Cheesecakes are very easy to make yourselves, and I think they're pretty fun. All you basically need for a good quality cheesecake is some sort of of graham cracker crust or a chocolate chip cookie crust or a sugar cookie crust or a snickerdoodle crust, which you can make yourself or you can buy a pre-made one. You need some cream cheese and sugar and eggs if you're going to bake cheesecake and things of that nature. But I'll do a whole entire show on cheesecakes here on Cooking with South Cardinelli at some point. We have a series here on Ace Network called Cooking with South Cardinelli, and it will focus just specifically on cooking. So I figured I'd mention Cheesecakes by Design because that was the first time ever that I had a customer go to my sponsors and buy something. So I'm very proud of that. So thank you very much for purchasing from Cheesecakes by Design. Now, today's show, like I said, is being presented to you by Cheesecakes by Design, Hakari Sales USA, ST International Aquarium Supply, and School of Fish, Inc., and it's also being brought to you by another great Blog Talk Radio show here on Blog Talk Radio called the Dakota Network, and it's great, Paranormal Hour. So we're going to hear a quick commercial from our sponsors, and when we come back, I will do Today in History and play our final two songs of the evening. So enjoy the commercial, my friends. Are you looking for something creamy? moist and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be. A red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, 
and you need dessert? Order a delicious moist creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336-525-5120 with any questions or to place an order. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Procosinus, Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlids, and now turtles, and Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. ST International Cram Supply is a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline Podcast as heard here live on the ACE Network. ST International offers aquarists a variety of fine aquarium products, including filters, heaters, aquarium feeders for your fish. We offer the best planted aquarium equipment on the market today. You can even become a member of our website and receive discounts on our products anywhere from 5 to 20% off. So come check out ST International Aquarium Supply at www.st.international.com or call us for more information at 1-800-900-8288. For orders over $175, ST International will ship your order to you for free. So come check out ST International today. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Are you interested in the paranormal? Do you find it interesting when people tell ghost stories or tell you stories about things that have happened to them that they cannot explain? Then, if you are, join me, Andrew J., on the Dakota Network as I interview paranormal investigators, cryptozoologists, Everything paranormal. You won't be disappointed. 
So please feel free to come over to the Dakota Network. That's Dakota Network on Blog Talk Radio. And listen to me live as I interview these interesting people. I will have paranormal investigators on there that are going to share EVPs. They're going to talk about some of the more interesting stories they have. So please, come over and check me out. You won't be disappointed. And thank you for your time. sponsors for sponsoring today's show. Very, very, very cool. All right, so let's talk about today in history, and then we'll hear our final two songs of today's show. Today is Sunday, May 10th, the 130th day of 2015. There are 235 days left in the year. Today is Mother's Day. Today's highlight in history on May 10th, 1865, Confederate President Jefferson Davis was captured by Union forces in Irwinville, Georgia. On this date, in 1775, Ethan Allen and his Green Mountain Boys, along with uh, Benedict Arnold, captured the British-held fortress at Tacargrog, New York. In 1863, during the Civil War, Confederate Attorney General Thomas Stonewall Jackson died of pneumonia, a complication resulting from being hit by a, by friendly fire eight days earlier after the Battle of Chan Sellerville in Virginia. In 1924, Edgar Hoover was named acting director of the Bureau of, of Investigation, later known as the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI. In 1933, the Nazis staged massive public book burnings in Germany. In 1975, Sony began selling its Betamix home video cassette recorder in Japan. In 1977, actress Joan Crawford died in New York City. And that is today's history, today's date in history. One year ago today, Michael Sam was picked by the <coughs> excuse me, was picked by the St. Louis Rams in the seventh round of the NFL draft, becoming the first openly gay player drafted by a professional football team. The last year Michael Sam was drafted by the St. Louis Rams to become the first gay player to be picked in the NFL draft. Now, some of today's birthdays include sports anchor Chris Berman, who is 60 years old. I've been watching him on SportsCenter since I was a kid. Um, actor Daryl Bell is 52. Playwright Susan Laurie Park is 52. Model Linda, Linda Evangelista is 50. And rapper Young MC is 48. Happy birthday to everyone who is celebrating a birthday on May 10th today. Thought for today. When your mother asks, do you want a piece of advice, it is a mere formality. It doesn't matter if your answer yes or no. You're going to get it anyway. Irma Bombeck, American humorist. 19, she was born in 1927. She died in 1996. All right, so what a great last topic for today's show. So we're going to hear the last two songs 
of the show. And when we come back, I'm going to wrap up and end today's wonderful Sunday Fun Day live on the Ace Network. This was a great show. These two songs are called My Humps and Turn Down for Want. So enjoy, folks. Gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump, 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 my lovely little lump. Check it out, I drive these buses crazy, I do it on the daily. They treat me really nicely, they buy me all these ice Dolce and Gabbana, Fendi and Madonna, Karen, they be sharing all their money.